episode 194, Being a Knowledge Hoarder is Holding You Back. I'm Jake Miller from the Educational Duct Tape Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect those of others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educator's podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, hey, elite educators. It's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. It's pretty cool. You keep spending your free time investing in your own potential by listening to a podcast as a form of both entertainment and professional development. And that is why I say you are elite. Well, let us talk about how in this day and time we consume, consume, consume at such a rapid pace all day long that we are slowly killing our progress and potential. And as educators, we must be a wealth of knowledge for ourselves and our students, but not if it means sacrificing our effectiveness in the process. Let's reignite your passion and potential. You ready? Here we go. Today's episode is sponsored by Always a Lessons newer teacher mentorship program for teachers in their first three years of teaching who want support, guidance, and encouragement to successfully reach their potential in half the time. Check out the show notes or shoot me an email at Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com for details to participate. Hey y'all, happy official fall. OMG, my favorite season, my birthday, my daughter's birthday's coming up, my family loves Halloween, the weather is divine, and the leaves are gorgeous. Now, I'm not into the whole pumpkin spice everything club. I mean, I do love a good candle, but that's the extent of it. And I know many of you listening are living your best pumpkin spice life right now, and I'm happy for you. It actually has a lot to do with our topic today. So speaking of trends and societal pressures to keep up, to keep cool, today's episode really made me pause. And of course, that always makes me think of y'all. If it makes me think, I know it's going to make you think too. And hopefully we can be better because of it. Before I hit you with this empowering episode, let me do a quick reminder. In celebration of the upcoming 200th episode, I'm asking for your help and participation. Option one, if you've enjoyed the podcast, leave me an audio comment. Tell me what your favorite thing about the Empowering Educators podcast. Don't forget to say your name and where you're from so I can give you the proper shout out. You can use Voxer. You can use any other voice recorder app and then email it to me, Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com. Option two, if you have a favorite Empowering Educators episode, Email me the name of it or just what you remember about it or why it resonated with you to cast your vote. Again, Gretchen at alwayslesson.com. The last thing I want to remind you is as a thank you for tuning in each episode, I want to reward a handful of you with an Amazon gift card. All you've got to do is leave a rating and review on iTunes, screenshot it, and then email that to me. Again, Gretchen at alwayslesson.com. The winner is going to be awarded at the end of this month. That is one week away, folks. 
don't forget to enter to win. And all these details, option one and two in the gift card are all listed in the show notes. That way, if you're driving or working out or doing chores around the house, you can look this up later. Just go to alwaysalesson.com, click on podcast, you'll find this episode and a blog post will be there for you with all the links. Okay, back to the episode. So the rationale for this specific topic is that I was recently listening to a different podcast for moms. I I don't know why this topic came up, but I love it because it applies so much to my life and obviously the world of education. And I want to relay it to you and obviously add my own twist and spin and practical tips to it. So on the podcast, the host and the guests were talking about how folks love to listen to podcasts or read books, but they're never really putting anything that they're learning into action. And they used the phrase that those folks are becoming knowledge hoarders. And that just hit me really hard. Like, whoa, number one, I'm guilty of over-consuming and under-acting in many areas of my life. Number two, society puts pressure on us to keep up. And one way to do that is to keep our edge and always be looking for the latest information in our field. And number three, PD, professional development, gets such a bad rap because teachers hate sitting and listening and then admin gets frustrated when nothing gets put into action. So I'm over here like, this knowledge hoarding practice is an epidemic. Like in efforts to avoid potential problems in the future, if you're not already in the know, we have now created a new problem where you have all the knowledge and zero application, making the time suck for getting that knowledge an absolute waste. It's a waste of time and mental space. It does not give anyone an edge over someone else. It is a prize not worth fighting for. And we've got to rid ourselves of that habit. So I want to share with you tips on how to avoid this pitfall so it can stop holding you back. So tip number one, assess the damage. What do you have in front of you? What are you working with? Just like after a storm, you walk around your property assessing the damage or looking at your consumption habit in the same way. What have I been consuming and from where? And once we know the length and the depth of our problem, we can attack it head on. Leave no stone unturned. Look at the podcast shows you listen to. How many episodes? What types of podcasts? Look at the books on your bedside table or on your bookshelf that you bought and never read, or maybe you read in one short sitting, or maybe you read it a long time ago. Holy heck, I've got so many. Right now, as I'm podcasting, I'm just looking at the rows and rows of stuff, of knowledge, of information, of hoarding. I mean, it's it's an organized mess. Like, it's not like an episode of Hoarders, but I mean, all that information I am certainly not putting to use. I I am in no way actually using it. I couldn't, if you showed me a book, I don't even know if I could give you the highlights. Like, I know it's good, but I would have to flip through, look at my highlighting, look at my notes. So I do read with intention to do something with it, but I can't say I'm actually at this moment putting all of that to use. So why? Why is it sitting here? Why am I holding on to it? Why to buy it? Why do I continue to buy things if I'm not already putting these things in place? I mean, it's just like, God, how long has this been going on? Like forever. I mean, look at the conferences you're attending or that you have attended. Look at the social media accounts you're following. Look at the TV shows you're watching on a regular basis. 
look at the meetings and the PD sessions you've attended, are attending, or plan to attend. All of these things are giving you knowledge and adding to your hoarding habit in your mind. You know you're doing nothing with it. You know it is amazing stuff or you wouldn't have watched it or listened to it or attended it. But for some reason, you're held back. You're not as great as you should be for someone who has all of that knowledge at their fingertips. And that's the breakdown. That's where there's a pinch in the rope. You have the ability to be better than you are. So why aren't you at that level? Well, when you have too much of anything, it's overload and it acts as quicksand. You're stuck. You're frozen in place. You can't make sense of it. It's wave upon wave hitting your brain with more and more and more. And it's being under a waterfall with a Dixie cup. You're not getting ahead. You're getting behind. Tip number two, look for trends. When you're assessing your hoarding problem, what stands out? Are there any themes or repeated topics? This is going to help you better understand your habit. What do you think you need to learn about or what are you super interested in? And you might think you know the answer to that question, but until you actually look at what's in front of you for the trend of your hoarding, you might actually be surprised at what continues to pop up. Tip number three, commit to a lens. So there's a reason you are overly consuming. When you've found your trends, you can then commit to a lens. <laughs> that rhymes and I did not mean for it to. I'm sorry. What is it that you stand for? What are you searching for? What is your area for growth? When you can decide where you are headed, you can then deal with your hoarding. So put a stake in the ground and decide from here on out, this is the lens from which I operate. That means anything that doesn't fit into that category doesn't get consumed. I know this might scare you and you might not want to continue on, but if you want to get unstuck and catapult to your potential, you have to pick a path. You can always have an idea for what your next path is once you accomplish the one in front of you, but do not convince yourself you can turn back or, or walk two paths at the same time or just change your mind at any moment. No, we are declaring a lens from which we will move forward so that we do not get sucked into this mess again. Hoarding is unhealthy and counterproductive. You are not that person. You are better than what this habit is doing to your brain and your body and your job. You're just a sitting duck. You're stuck in the mud with wheels spinning. Don't you want out? Tip number four, prioritize the mayhem. Out of the knowledge hoarding mess, what is the most important? You have found your trends, you've declared your lens. So now we have to take what we have in front of us and put it in order based on priority. What is the most aligned to our lens all the way down to completely unrelated. And this list is going to help you not just get out of this hoarding mess, but continue to remain a productive and organized mind, body, and soul. Tip number five, sort and sift. So already you made your list based on what was aligned to your lens. Now we have to organize the priority list by keeping the essentials repurposing the good to knows, and then ditching the useless or the not aligned. And this is the moment all the hard work has led up to. We are ready to deal with the hoarding problem head on. Anything that is highly aligned to our lens remains in our habits. 
anything that is semi-related but not absolute necessary, it can hang around in the background for a second looking down the road. But the biggest step is to get rid of all the knowledge that does not give us life. It is not making us better. It's sucking the life out of us and our time cannot be wasted. So that means unsubscribe from podcasts or email lists that are not serving your lens. Remember, this might change and you can always come back and start over. But for now, we've declared a path forward. So we must not get sidetracked with things that aren't 100% aligned. That also means stop watching and reading and listening to topics that are not serving you. You are not on vacation with plenty of time to waste. You are a person on a mission. You are bettering yourself so you can better serve your students. So don't let a single thing derail you on that mission. These kids are worth your time and your attention. Actually make that intention. Yes, yes, I like that. We are operating with intention. We are purposeful in our actions. We are serious about upping our game so we have a longer lasting impact on generations of kids that will become our future leaders. We take care of them because one day they will take care of us. So this means we are now in the take action phase. Once you have your new flow of what you're allowed to consume and what you aren't allowing yourself to consume, you are ready to develop a new habit. So listen closely, because this is going to be your cycle of consumption so that you no longer hoard the knowledge, but you actually use it and benefit from it. So step one of your new habit cycle, you are going to re-listen or reread or reconsume whatever aligns with your path. This helps you keep it fresh. You'll have a new perspective. You're going to pick up something new. You know, now that we've got that new sense of purpose coming from the things that we've already consumed, it might bring new life into our approach. So don't hesitate to read or listen or watch something again. You'll have a deeper understanding than the first time you consumed it, and you most likely will find something new too. Step two, choose one thing a day or a week to implement. And this is the habit breaker. This will show you if you've really done your homework and if you really mean business. Are you going to do something with that, what you consumed, or are you going to choose to consume again, consume again, and consume again? No, we are going to put it into action. In fact, we are going to hold ourselves accountable to using our knowledge. So decide what is more reasonable for you in your season of life. You might implement one new thing a day or one new thing a week. Either way, the goal here is to take what you've learned and use it. Without action, we are hoarding. And that is the old new, not the new you. Step three, reflect, revise, repeat. Once you've gotten into the flow of taking action with your newly learned knowledge, reflect on how it went when you implemented it. Tweak it so it better benefits you. Revise it so that you're doing it better each time. Then repeat this process of consuming, implementing, revising. It's powerful. You're learning and you're acting and you're personalizing knowledge so it fits your life and your purpose. And now that is how you upgrade your effectiveness while avoiding being a knowledge hoarder. So in my best teacher fashion, I'm going to remind you of what we've covered because it was a lot and I kind of feel like I might have been hollering. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Sometimes I just get really... (laughs) on fire for things. And I'm not really sure why, but I guess that means that's my zone of genius. I'm not really sure. 
But again, this show is all about learning lessons. So I can't be all that amazing if I keep learning lessons to teach you. <laughs> oh, now you know I'm human, in case you were wondering. So tip one, remember when you are starting with all this mess of knowledge, you walk into your workspace, your desk in your classroom, or if you've got an office and it's just got so many resources, you've got knowledge coming out of your ears and you say, okay, if on the scale of a hundred of how much I should know in here, I know 20% of it. You know, that is how you know you are hoarding knowledge and you're not actually implementing it. So that first step is just assessing the damage. What am I working with? What is all the places that I get knowledge from? Newspapers, magazines, podcasts, blogs, social media, you name it. Make yourself a list or just look around the room and try and get a hold of what's in front of you. Tip one was assess the damage. Tip two, now that you know what's in front of you, what are the trends? Look for those trends. You've got to figure out what is it you keep consuming. Is there a theme here and what you like to consume or what you feel you need to consume? Tip three, commit to a lens. Decide where it is you want to go so that you only consume things that are going to get you further along that path. And a lot of what you have in front of you might have gotten you to this point and it did serve you well, but it's not something that you need to hold on to. Maybe you pass it off to somebody else so that they can learn and grow and you can fill that place with something else to take you to the next level. You don't need to have this knowledge graveyard of, oh, this is when I needed to learn this. And it's like a resume in a room that you are never going to pick up again. So let's not live that life. Commit to a lens and then everything you do from that place will move you forward. Tip four, prioritize that mayhem. You have to decide what you're going to do with what's in front of you. Are you going to keep everything or not. And tip five helps you sort and sift. You're going to decide, is this essential? Is it good to know or is it useless? And start making your piles and it might be on your device. You might start turning off social media platforms that you're not using. Why is it on your phone? Why do you keep scrolling through if you're not really learning from it or becoming better for it? Why are you subscribed to something if you're not even reading it every time it comes or you're finding yourself frustrated, finding yourself nothing really appeals to what I'm currently wanting to learn about? Well, then that lets you know that that's not serving you well. Or maybe there's something that you hug tightly every day. You check it. You've got to read it. You want more of it. That is how you know that's essential. You want that to continue moving forward. So sort and sift. Real quick, tip one, assess the damage. Tip two, look for trends. Tip three, commit to a lens. Tip four, prioritize the mayhem. Tip five, sort and sift. So once you are ready to begin your what your new habit is going to be, because now you've just sorted through your knowledge hoarding, you're now going to move forward, not as a knowledge hoarder. That was your past. So what does this system look like? Well, I put it into steps and there's only three because that's help us. It'll help us to remember. So step one, you just re-listen to all those essentials that you've decided when you had your list, what is giving you life? What is moving you forward? What is making you a better educator? So re-listen or re-read, re-consume those things. Step two, choose one thing that you're learning to either implement per day or per week. The point is you're starting to implement it. You're holding yourself accountable to putting this stuff in action instead of 
holding tightly to it, you're actually going to do something with it. And step three, you're going to reflect on how it went. You're going to revise it to try it again. And you're going to repeat this process every time you are working with the essential information that makes you better. You consume it, you implement it, you revise it over and over. That is your new cycle. That is your new habit. That is going to get you out of the business of being a knowledge hoarder. All right, elite educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on avoiding the trap that is holding us all back, knowledge hoarding. We now are equipped with tips and steps to being a safer consumer so that we protect our greatest asset, and that is our talent and potential. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. <laughs>